Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to the Nerd Cop Podcast. Today, our hosts help you get prepared for the new movie, Jurassic World Dominion. Featuring notoriously tall Nathaniel, seemingly casual Casey, and the ever-distracting Renner. Buckle up, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nerd Cops Podcast, where we aim to protect the sanctity of nerddom. And serve it, because I can't read. I am your host, Renner, along with my co-hosts, Casey. Hello. And Nathaniel. Hello. Today we're going to be discussing and prepping for the new movie Jurassic World Dominion. Let's dive right in. So, okay. I'm with the three of us, I know that we've seen the new trailers, and we've watched these the series at least once. So, but for for people who don't really understand, like, who don't know or are, like, new to the franchise, we're going to be kind of discussing about, like, either what's either has happened, and then for those who have seen it, we will be discussing what we think is going to happen and what we're expecting out of this new um, uh, addition to the series. Yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll jump in there. Uh, but before that, um, a little small tack, uh, small tack, small talk. Um, uh, uh, Nathaniel, how are you? Yeah, yeah, still doing pretty good. Um, we are just getting into the week. We record on Mondays, and so just getting back into the swing of things as as per every Monday. Sounds about right. Uh, Casey, how about you? Oh, doing well. Kind of the same. Just came off of a fun relaxing weekend and getting back to it you and your about relaxing you, weekends um uh, i actually was uh i was pretty good this weekend um uh, it was a little busy but hey you know what that's what happens when you uh work and you work weekends on sometimes so um but yes. other than that it was pretty good <laughs> so um uh Jumping right into the actual podcast topic, um, uh, what would you guys say? Um, I I know that you, at least Nathaniel, you have something prepared for this, so I'm uh, ready. So I I think here's what I'd like to do. So let I'm going to start with a completionist list and realistic list of what you can do. So if you're a completionist, and hold on, alert, this is for people who who haven't necessarily seen this series are, are are trying who want who are interested in the new film and oh. want to kind of get backstory and get into it yeah i think for the completionist list it can be either way i mean i think you know if you, if a new star wars movie comes out you're gonna have those people who are like oh i don't really know what i'm getting into you kind of either are guided that way or you're gonna have big fans or you're like i'm gonna watch the entire series up until that point just to let myself be ready for the next movie so I and would that's say fair. The that's what my, some yeah. of my friends and I did whenever um, uh, we heard that the um, actually technically that whenever Dominion comes out, uh, some of us had planned to watch all of them, and then one like after finishing all of the current ones, when the new one comes out, we go see it. So Absolutely. yeah, something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so the completionist list, I'm just going to list off a bunch of movies real quick, and this is the order you should watch them in if you're going to do that. So Jurassic Park is the original movie. Jurassic Park, The Lost World. This is also Jurassic Park 2, but it's not called that. Jurassic Park 3, 
explaining how numbers work, but that's fine. Then you have Jurassic World, which is the newest, the first of the newest series. It's the reboot. Dra I would say the reboot. reboot. Yeah. Yeah. But it does also tie into the old one, too. So it's well, not like. That's why I'm completely... saying it's, it is a reboot because I think. So just a little bit of a sidebar. I think the Jurassic World, the series, is it's one of the most perfect ways you can reboot something because it's also tying back into the original and it's not just making something completely new with new ideas. I would I would respect that. And then just to round that list out, you have Jurassic World 2, which is also called Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And then for your very, very particular people, there is a Netflix show called Camp Cretaceous that is actually designed for kids, but actually does follow the same story as Jurassic World. It just happens on the other side of the island. So that is your completionist list. Um, any additions to that list or thoughts on that list? from either of you two um before we talked about this before this podcast yep. um i am not gonna make a comment on how i feel about camp cretaceous um it is a personal I, I think, opinion i think you can i think you can say you know it's not necessarily if if you are a massive fan all of right the then series, all right then then i'll make my comment for it it doesn't work <laughs> I feel like it does not fit the vibe of the rest of the series, and they just slapped the Jurassic Park name on it to just get older fans to let their kids watch it. I don't feel like it fits the vibe. It's fair. And, and it's, I don't think like it's supposed to fit the vibe, because once again, it is made for kids. I will also say, after the occurrences of Jurassic World 2, which... We have not given a spoiler alert yet. I don't think we need to yet, but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense how Camp Cretaceous still is spoiler a Spoiler alert! But, if you haven't watched these movies, we will be talking about them. Please remember that as we go forward. I will say, I think before we do spoiler alert, I think we could give a realistic list real quick, and then I think we dive into the actual nitty-gritty I just of... a spoiler alert, so it doesn't matter. No, but come back is what I'm saying. If you if you if you don't want spoilers, I still think there's something here for you. And then yes, we'll say, true. hey, now true. we're gonna go into storyline. What's actually happened? So let's dive into the realistic list. I honestly think I'll definitely get y'all thoughts on this. If you are not very knowledgeable or just need a quick refresher, I still think there are three movies that you really need to watch going into Jurassic World Dominion. And that is Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park 1, uh, Jurassic World, and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I really think with those three movies, that is enough to give you context you will need going into Jurassic World Dominion. We have not watched Jurassic World Dominion. It's not currently out yet. So that's, could be things to play true. into that. Well, so I, in case you know, you go first. Okay, I was just going to, I mean, I was just going to second that. Those would be the three that I would absolutely agree with going into Dominion. I personally, I disagree. Oh, interesting. So the reason I disagree is because there is character development between the characters that are within the first three films. That being... um. Oh, crap. 
Dr. Ian Malcolm, played by... Um, Goldblum? I, yes, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Dr. Um, Alan Grant, played by... Um, Neil. What was that? M. Neil. But played by M. Neil. And then uh, it, it's uh, Dr. Oh, geez. Uh, hold on. Hey. What? Hey, is that who you're talking about? I'm, Laura I'm... Dern's character? Yeah. What was that? Can you say it one more time? Lee. Well, I got. I know uh, she has a full name, yeah, but. Uh, Ellie Sattler, Sattler, Dr. Ellie Sattler. Those, there is character development between the three, and those are the three main characters of the first series, I would say, if you guys would, if you guys don't oh. agree. Well, I'll present this idea, and I don't want to turn this into a big debate over this, but for me, I, I see your point. I really do. Um, but if you really are just going for the meat and bones of the story and just wanting to get an overall essential list, like Nathaniel said, I still kind of stick to those three. But again, for somebody that really wants to dive into the relationships and all of those factors, um, then I would I would take your side for sure. That's that's fair. That's a fair point. Because I will say, if you do add back two and three, it, it's effectively the complete. <laughs> well, that's, that's what i was saying is i feel like if you want to get a better understanding because Ow. all because now with the trailer jeff goldblum sam neil and laura dern are all confirmed to be coming back as their characters from the original series yeah you kind of need to understand that dynamic and the and the character development there Okay, so let's dive into that, but let's go ahead and pause right here to say, I think at this point going forward, we are going to be spoiling all of the movies that we have just talked about, potentially. Yes, um, so 100%. Pause this podcast, go watch the entire Jurassic Park and World series, and come back and then listen to this podcast. You no just problem. want us to be your source? That's fine, too. That, too, <laughs> but I would recommend watching them because... They're great oh, movies. Great um, movies. They are. Uh, they why are, are why are you still here listening to this <laughs> when we told you to go watch those movies? At least Nathaniel's shortened and pathetic list of what you need <laughs> to know. But anyway. Hey, welcome right. back, everybody. Welcome who's back, just everybody. Watched a whole bunch of movies. Welcome <laughs> back. Um, and for those of you who already knew everything. Thanks for continuing to listen as we continue forth. Um, so let, let's dive into that part for a second. So obviously the big thing with Jurassic World Dominion is the fact that we do have that returning cast of Jurassic Park. Correct. Um, that's obviously going to be huge. So That is. In terms of their character, well, okay, let's also point out, just so we don't get all the hate mail in the comments, uh, in Jurassic World... I believe one and two, correct me if I'm wrong on her, but we do actually have a return of Jeff Goldblum. It's just one. I know he's... Um, I no, mean, he's two. in two. It's just, I know it's he's... Just okay, two. okay. It's just two. I meant just two. Just My two. bad. He's just in two. Because they're, they're debating. He's brought in... This is where uh, we get the comments where it's just... Renner's stupid. Renner's stupid in the comments. That's <laughs> what's going to happen. 
it's fine that's fine so but yeah so he has already come back so really at the heart of it it is sam neil and laura dern coming back to their characters uh we have not seen them since jurassic park 3 so in the over series specifically in this I mean, series yes, they specifically have, they have done have other films <laughs> i mean one of them was yeah. in star wars we don't need to get into that right now no but no different <laughs> podcast topic and that's different. if so they decide weirdly. to continue to destroy the star wars series with another set of sequels not going into that and my nope. anger nope. with okay. that but anyway um you are correct <laughs> you are correct this is the first time that we see the trio back together in this series they're all referenced throughout the the sequels of the original because if we, if we, the reason why I was saying you kind of need to, un like, to fully understand with this trio coming back, like, at the beginning of this series, yeah, doc Dr. Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum's character, was, he, he was a rock, like, kind of like this <laughs> really crazy, zany rock star character, which he is in almost all of his films. But then in the second, like, literally, like, two years, I think, timeline-wise, after what happened in the first one. Basically different character. He's a completely different character due to what happens in the first movie. And, and, and there's even the, story, the character development between Dr. Dr. Grant and Dr. Sattler of, like, them being, like, just in the first movie, of them being in utter awe of what they're experiencing and then by the end just like what is this hell that we have just witnessed this company create yes so speaking of the returning people let's also give a nod to the people coming back from Jurassic world fallen kingdom and we do have Jurassic world we do have confirmed chris pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, right. and also I'm going to throw out Isabella Sermon, who plays Maisie Lockwood, because honestly, her storyline in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, I find very fascinating, and I do really, really, really wonder if that's going to play into part at that's all the, in Jurassic World Dominion. That's the uh, uh, paleontol, uh, vet, like the, the, the dinosaur veterinarian, right? No, no, no. So Maisie Lockwood is the little girl who, oh, oh, the oh, movie, yes. Maisie, you are under the uh, under the impression that she is the old man's granddaughter, and then at the very end of the movie, you learn that she is actually not. It was is a clone of that old man's passed away daughter, and so she is actually a clone of a human, which is a very big deal, and. It might just get brushed under the rug of Jurassic World Dominion, but honestly, it really shouldn't. It should be a very big part of it because it is a very and it did. To be fair, it did also play a very big part of Jurassic World oh, Fallen it did. Kingdom. It does explain a lot of like what happens. Well, just in Jurassic Park, like itself, like because because if, if you remember the storyline, um, Mr. Lockwood, aka Dr. Lockwood or Lord Lockwood, whatever you want to call him by, um, him and, uh, oh, geez, um, the what is the name of the character that frickin' started the whole thing? 
with his Mills? Is that Oh uh, Hammond. You're yes, talking about Dr. Hammond. Dr. Hammond. Yes. He, they were teamed up and they were the people who unlocked this genet like this genetic de-extinction basically. It was these two people. And then they split because Hammond disagreed with the ethical dynamics of Lockwood bringing back his daughter through cloning. Which is funny because, you know, you would think that by cloning an extinct animal already has negative ethical connotations, but still... There is, I think, the whole taboo of, like, if you'd clone yourself, would you? And that's another topic that we can go into at a completely different time. Um, That'd be a fun one. It would be a fun one. Uh, I think somebody else that we need to discuss is Dr. Henry Wu, or B.D. Wong's character. Yep. Because he plays a part in the first movie as basically somebody who was basically just running everything for Hammond in the first movie to turning into he was the main geneticist in both Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Like, he's, he took over all of Hammond's research and all of the developments. He is responsible for what happened with the Indominus Rex and the Indoraptor. Right. And going into that a little bit, I correct me if I'm wrong here, but effectively from Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, he is the only villainous character left. I do that's think it's a fair funny. statement. That's that's fair. I mean, there's also just InGen, the company in general. Yes, yes. But yes. I'm talking about returning characters, returning that's, people. That's fair. But then again, I don't even know. Is he even confirmed? That's a good question. I'm uh, googling right now. <laughs> so, uh, you guys can discuss as I'm googling. Yeah, I mean, with that said, I mean, because you definitely have Eli Meal Mills <gasps> character, who who is the seemingly good person from Fallen Kingdom, who is not a good person, actually a very very bad person. Uh, he's not going to be part of it because. Uh, once again, spoilers, he, he died. He got eaten by a dinosaur, which was really, really nice. Who are we so, talking about? <laughs> yeah. Mills, the rich guy who was just trying to sell at all profit at all points in Fallen Kingdom. Oh, yeah, you're right. And whatever the um uh, the the jerk military guy from the from Jurassic World who was trying to. Uh, and I don't know if you got there time. yet, but BD, BD Wong is confirmed for. Oh, interesting, because I'm looking at a thing that he's not listed in the cast. I'm on IMDb, so that's interesting because I'm looking at the uh, the the uh, I googled it, and the cast is listed as like www from www.imdb.com. Yeah, he's Good not thing. on here. So interesting, hey, cool. That's weird. Fingers crossed, because you are correct. I will say He's you are got, correct. I mean, he, with, he needs to be in there. He does. And then, um, just on the cider note, you also have, uh, I think it's Zia Rodriguez and Franklin Webb, who are kind of the scientists. Well, so Zia is the person I was talking about, the paleo uh, veterinarian. Yes, 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 yes. And right. uh, the... 
oh geez, what was his character's name again? I just was on it and I cleared the tab. Uh, Renner's an idiot. Renner's an idiot. <laughs> um, uh, Franklin Webb or Justice Smith's character was a essentially a coder or the, the he was he was as um Ned from Spider Man Homecoming Far From Home and a No Way Home would say he was the guy in the chair of yes. those of that movie. So it is good to see that they're coming back, but also o Omar C o Omar C. Oh, Omar Sy. I'm Omar uh, Sy, but I don't know that for sure. But he's I'm I'm glad to see that he's coming back because he was Chris Pratt or Owen Grady's like um partner with training the Raptors and watching their development. Okay. So I'm glad to see that he's coming back. That'll be interesting. That is. Okay. Let's dive into where we left off. Um, uh, and we were talking about correct, how I was saying you were correct, B.D. Wong being kind of now the villain of this series. Yes. He, like, and you're correct. He is, from what I, like you said, the, the only surviving and recurring villain now. Because he didn't start out that way, but now he kind yep. of is. Absolutely. He's absolutely obsessed with what he does now. Yep. And so at the very end, so we kind of already talked about Maisie's character and the fact that she is a clone. Um, because of that, she ends up making the decision. Uh, they are left with the decision at the very end of the movie whether or not to free the dinosaurs and let them roam throughout the Earth freely or to keep them contained, and effectively, there's a gas coming in, and they would all just die um, because of it, her... It was hydrogen cyanide. Go. If I remember correctly. Um, so, because of that, uh, or with that decision, she decides to actually let them roam free, and she's the one who actually pushes the button to release them, and so now, the very end of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, we see all of these dinosaurs just kind of going into different places and kind of seeing them in what that uh, habitat would look like. And so we do see like a T-Rex versus a lion. We see uh, a pterodactyl fly into kind of a, I would say, Arizona-esque landscape um, and things like that. I, there's a few more I can't immediately recall. We, but... we see Blue, who is the main velociraptor yes. from the Jurassic, who, who is the beta i guess of the pack because chris pratt's character being the alpha of the pack of velociraptors in the first one but then the main and only velociraptor in the second one because you can't necessarily count the indoraptor because it was a genetic hybrid um but the the uh, blue also up like running over to the top of a little hill that overlooked the neighborhood that was literally the last scene in the film before it went to credits. So that's kind of where we are right now. And so I'm going to present this question to you. I'll watch the trailers or kind of keeping up with it. What are you most excited about looking forward to in Jurassic World Dominion? I have Casey go ahead and start that off. Dinosaurs eating all the humans. Yes. <laughs> and anything to elaborate or no that's it the end of humanity no um uh no really though i man i'm really excited to see 
first of all, if they do anything with the daughter, the with Maisie, I guess, yes, with her, um, see if anything does continue that storyline. See if they do anything with that, telling that. Um, but on on just in terms of honestly, in, in terms of the dinosaurs, it's I'm really excited to see how they depict dinosaurs being in the modern world. I am wildly excited about that. I don't know what that all entails. I know there's one scene in the trailer where um, I don't remember the name of the it. The, uh, what's the flying one? Uh, the ty- the pteranodon. That one, yeah. I think. And he like, uh, he uh, busts the um, engines on the airplane, and you know they're gonna have to deal with that. And I'm I'm just really excited to see how they have the dinosaurs interacting with today's society quite honestly it's just i have no idea what to expect from the story for being honest i haven't really thought that through even in my own head um okay uh, interesting yeah sorry um sorry yes to what you were talking about but also to the research that i found um while looking at imdb um somebody of the name charlotte lockwood oh so no idea who that is that could be either a a family member of some sort to the original doctor lord whatever lockwood but it'd be the mom that would be weird right that would be really that wouldn't make any sense would it oh maze like Maisie's mom no because Maisie is a clone but it could no, no, no. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't mean mom. I meant like I guess in uh, character, it could, it, like his daughter is what I'm actually trying to say. Like the person who we uh, have been told and is firmly established as has died. I mean, unless they do that. Pers- that. Well, we don't know what they would do. I mean, they brought dinosaurs I feel like back. Weird. It's like, true. So, so anyway, um, uh, that was a really weird sidebar. Um, anyway, but yes, <laughs> to what you were saying. That is going to be an, I I, I kind of am on the same page. I am interested to see what they do with the fact of dinosaurs, like you, you know, back to the original, um, like the original line from Jurassic Park when dinosaurs ruled the earth. Ooh, that's we're a gonna get show. to see what that would be like in a modern day setting. Oh, it's gonna that's be just. It's going to be so interesting to watch just yeah. how, whether or not it, because, like, I think that's also the whole premise. Like, and that was also the whole thing that uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum's character, was posing in literally the entire series of just like, man has to now figure out this kind of symbiotic relationship or we're going to die. Yeah, and I think fantastic. going into that, even just the name of the movie itself, Dominion, is yeah, very interesting. Dominion because it it does feel like the whole movie is going to be about effectively can they coexist? Like, can we live in a world, or is it going to be someone has to win this battle? Um, um, I would also as a. Just... No, continue what you were saying. My bad. I'm gonna throw out a side note. Uh, B.D. Wong is actually in the trailer of the movie. 
So cool. He I'm is, stupid. He is definitely there. More comments <laughs> about how I'm stupid right now. Do it. All right, everybody be nice. See, if I don't see it, I'm going to cry myself to sleep right now. Con oh. That's a confusing, confusing that's... thing to throw out in the world. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I'm used to it. As we've discussed previously, I'm used to being constantly berated. <laughs> um, uh, so that's okay. That's cool. I'm glad to see that. So another topic. Well, actually, you know what? Really quickly. Something that dr ian malcolm and then laura Dur or sorry something jeff goldblum's character and then laura dern's character kind of co-create uh, uh let, let me do my best <laughs> jeff goldblum impression here um uh god creates dinosaur god kills dinosaur god creates man man creates dinosaur dinosaur kills man then laura dern's character and woman inherits the earth. <laughs> but, but, there you go. But as we have found out in both Jurassic World and Jurassic, or Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park 2, they can switch genders. Ooh, about which that. then poses the question about the trailer. We see that Blue, the only surviving Velociraptor has a baby. Oh. How? Yeah. <laughs> Elaborate that for me, guys. G give me, give me theories. I'll, I'll start. I mean, different species have gotten it on in the past and created weird things. So, uh, I'm with that theory. Oof, you were correct. Yep. <laughs> I mean, let's. Well, if we were also remember from Jurassic World, uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. In order to keep Blue alive, they had to give Blue a blood transfusion using T Rex blood. There you go. There you go. Which then also pissed BD Wong's character way off. Because that was a funny interaction just between uh, Zia, the uh, paleo veterinarian, and then Dr. Henry Wu, the geneticist slash designer of all of these dinosaurs. I created this. It's 100% pure. Well, um, I gave it about 200 cc's of di of T-Rex blood just, you know, to keep her alive. So, um, <laughs> it, it's a dumpster fire in there. And he goes, you what? Gets hit in the head immediately with, I think it was a fire extinguisher by just Justice Smith's character, Franklin Webb. That was like the coolest thing he did the entire movie, other than <laughs> scream like a child. Pretty cool. So, yes. <laughs> hey, so I'm going to present this question to you. The children from Jurassic Park One, Ariana Richards and Joseph Mazzello, is are their real names. What do you think of the chances of them returning for this movie? Has it been confirmed that they are? No, oh, this would be a surprise. So. Is not something this is not like a spoiler at all. This is a let's con let's uh let's have mindless speculation. 
Casey, I'll I mean, let it's you go first. I mean, yeah, speculating. I mean, it's definitely possible. And with so many people from the originals coming back, I mean, it would be a pretty cool surprise for sure. It would be a cool surprise. That would be interesting. Do my my main concern would be like if we saw these kids who are now or saw these very much adults who are now 38 and 42 we actually (laughs) recognize them as that i i think it would have to be it'd have to be set up very obviously yeah Um, not saying they couldn't do that but it's not they don't i mean i'm looking at them right now neither of them look like they did look like they did and you know they look great i mean they look like attractive middle-aged people or lower middle-aged people most actors Um, do but with that said they still don't look like they did when they were teens or less so to your point it would just have to for one it would have to be built right or i mean i don't know if it would be super climactic climactic if they did it this way but it could also be thrown in there like a uh, easter egg kind of very subtly they were kind of there for one reason or another yeah um, oh so and i mean kind of like what they oh. did with jurassic park 2 or the uh, lost yeah. world yeah i reckon so <laughs> i'm going to present this as a as an idea so uh those kids were the grandchildren of hammond correct what if they clone Dr. Hammond? <laughs> no, no, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, he could, but he is, he is not going to be in this movie. Uh, no, for he's, sure. he's dead. He's dead, yes. <laughs> so, uh, love, I love him, though. Um, but if Maisie being the, you know, not actually, but in storyline, granddaughter of the other scientist that could be an interesting story that they decide to play out with with benjamin lockwood and uh hammond's past if we have the past hammond's actual grandchildren helping the not grandchild of benjamin lockwood because she is kind of not kind of not grandchild yeah yeah very much not actually grandchild but a grandchild like person so yeah. Um, I am. That, it could be interesting. It could. I am kind of interested to see what they do with Maisie. Just period, oh. because they definitely made it seem like, especially at the end of Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, that Bryce Dallas Howard's character and Chris Pratt's character not only got back together, but were now going mm. to stay together because of Maisie and take care and they- of Maisie. Yeah, they they imply that I mean with the uh, the villain's character going like oh are you gonna take care of her now you don't even know what you're getting yourself into, um that kind of dialogue I mean, it's like, not it... like she needs lysine to live like every dinosaur <laughs> that they created. It's true, right? It's true. It's not like um, if they stop feeding her lysine, she'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Which okay, let's talk about that for a second. Well, because yeah, well let's let's let's. I was about to say we... let's pause for a second. Just so everyone's aware, in the original Jurassic Park movie, what their contingency for making these dinosaurs is that they excluded in the genome that they took something out of the genome to where the dinosaurs could not produce the 
it's a protein or uh, the protein lysine, which is essential for any basic organism to function. So they had to supply it in the food that they gave them. Otherwise, they would slip into a coma and die. Well, turns out, across the course of all of these other movies, there's other things that they can get lysine from. The herbivores could get it through specific plants that they ate, and then the, the, the carnivores would get it from the dinosaurs that ate those plants. In other words, life finds a way. I mean, just like how they, life found a way to make them switch genders, because yes. for some reason they gave them clownfish DNA and frog <laughs> DNA. Or no, it was frog DNA because frogs can also switch. Certain species of frogs can also switch their genders to adapt to the situation. There you go. Okay, so probably last question, unless anyone has anything afterwards. But out of all of the movies of the Jurassic series, which one is your personal favorite? Casey, well, I'll let you start that off. Okay. Um, well, I will say that Jurassic Park does hold a place in my heart because, I mean, it was the first one. It's definitely nostalgic to me. I was about to say, that's pure nostalgia. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really is. I mean... I really love that one. So it is kind of hard for me to really judge them, but I will have to say that like Jurassic world, I'll just say the first one, Jurassic world. Um, they came back with a vengeance. Let's this, okay. they rebooted it with a vengeance. I loved Chris Pratt in it. The whole setup, the, just the technology that we have to make everything just feel so real. Um, and I did see that in theater, of course. And it was just, Ugh. I will say I do enjoy so. the fact that they stuck with the mold of using both animatronic mm. and 3D graphics in order to get these done. I will yeah. say that was one of the best things that they oh. could have done. Agreed. Yeah. So my final answer, I think uh, Jurassic World just nudges nostalgic out a little bit, but Nathaniel, you pose the question. You go ahead and you give your answer. Cretaceous is the best Jurassic Park product. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, ah! I do. <laughs> I broke Renner. Um, I'll actually give a shout out to The Lost World. It doesn't, it doesn't win it for me, but I will just say for me, that movie was better than I remembered it being. Um, so I will give it those props because I just remembered it being an okay movie, but it's actually quite enjoyable. But for me, I am actually going to go with Jurassic Park. Um, I do agree with pretty much everything Casey said, but I think to me, the thing that edges it out isn't actually nostalgia, although I can't deny that that is a factor. Um, just the beauty of the actual creatures that Steven Spielberg made for that movie. Um, Yes, it doesn't all hold up spectacularly. You can sometimes definitely tell that it is like a puppet. Um, <laughs> but I will say, I just, I just find, I still find it incredible when you see the detail that went into those creatures. And I just think storyline-wise, I mean, 
general, I think storyline wise between Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, you're talking very similar stories. Um, yeah. So I think for me, I, I I would give the edge slightly to Jurassic Park. I I can't be mad at that. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> but then again, my my opinion is completely invalid because I I typically I don't like judging movies that are in a series by their by the by themselves. Like if a movie sure. has a sequel and it's not necessarily like at all meaning to have like a a, a trilogy or turning into a series, but it's just like, oh yeah, we just decided this did so good, we're gonna just do a sequel of it. A lot of the times, I will, I will, like, I will say that sequel sucked. Like an example, the money grab. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I will, I'll, I'll, to set an example, the first Percy Jackson movie, if you <laughs> haven't read the books, was phenomenal. It was great. The second one, garbage. Having read both the having read all of the books and watching them although i will say the only reason i got into the books was the movie and then i figured out this this the or the first movie when it came out found found out this fact having read the books and then watching the movies those movies sucked so those are not (laughs) those are not a good a good example um but like typically the the sequels are a money grab but if it's like a trip, yeah. like a, a like a huge series, like Star Wars, or in this case Jurassic Park or Jurassic World, like I can't judge a movie so like by itself, especially when they have this amount of production value going into it. Yeah. So. And I mean. Oh. No, no, go on. Oh, I was actually going to say, because Nathaniel and I have actually talked about this. I I mean, you can speak for yourself, um, Nathaniel, but like, I think we would agree with you for the most part. At least for me, a big one is Lord of the Rings. I refuse to choose my favorite one of those because they belong together. And, and, and the same uh, can be said for the Hobbit films with those. Now, don't yeah, get me wrong. The Hobbit films way. weren't exactly the best. They didn't exactly follow to what was written. But if you put them all together, it just it, it seems wrong to be all like, ah, yes, um, uh, Return of the King was the best Lord of the Rings film out of the whole series. And it's just like, but why specifically? Yeah, if, yeah like, that's but the why? conclusion of it. Yeah, like you need the rest of it. You need the rest of it. Like you need the context. I think Nathaniel was trying to say something he wanted to add. But particularly on that one. Um, oh, OK. I, I oh, think oh, I do. I actually agree. got something right for once. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think there's about, I, I do think to your point, like there are definitely series that you can pick and be like, well, they dropped the ball on that one. But honestly, with, I, I will say for me, I do think Jurassic Park three does take a pretty drastic drop in quality. Quality. Yeah. Um, but with, when with you say quality, what one, do you mean specifically? thought the storyline of that one is okay at best it's it's a i'll give it to you there i'll give it uh, to you there yeah 
I mean, I think the the dinosaurs, the acting is all fine. Um, but yeah, that's that's what the thing that does it. Because I was about to say, I mean, like I watched like the behind the scenes of Jurassic Park three, and I or and I was gonna talk about this for a second. Like with what they did, puppeteering wise, with all hmm. of these movies, is you cannot say anything other than it was just magic. Yeah. Because I mean, like if you okay. watch the behind the scenes of Jurassic Park three. Like the Velociraptor, um, the the scene where they kidnap like one of the last mercenaries, and they're basically like laying a trap for the group to then save him, so they can just kill all the rest of them. Like, at, like at the end when the trap doesn't work and they run off, one of the Velociraptors steps onto the mercenary's back and kills him using their ta their talon that is the retractable talon that is most notable no known by their their tapping and stuff on the floor that plunges into his back stabbing him in the heart and killing him and then it moves on runs away stuff like that they literally had an actor for i think it was like 12 hours in a set of velociraptor legs and tail insane walking on this guy that was Dang. like that's like they the amount of like puppet like how well they did the puppeteering is just magic to me um yeah but to go back to like the the original question or the 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 current question of just like which is my favorite like i said i don't necessarily think i can answer this and if you ever ask this again i don't think i can tech i could answer this question for any series that you ask me about that i think is good interesting just just because like i can't pick one out because i just have like this feeling of joy when i think about it as a series okay. now there is one series um made by universal um fast and furious um that probably and I'm a car guy when I say this. I am a car guy. I love these movies, but it needs to stop. It needs to <laughs> stop. Vin, Vin Diesel, it's not my, I know it's about family, but please stop. <laughs> as, a, fair. as a fellow lover of the Fast and the Furious series, I, I, I can second that. I'm like, yeah. okay, guys, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, what's what's the next one? Just Vin Diesel with with his his. It's it's so dumb. It's so dumb. All he does ever since the first movie when he grabbed that pump action shotgun, it's just like now that's all he touches. He doesn't touch anything else. Like even in the fourth movie, there was automatic weapons. Picks up a pump action shotgun. <laughs> like that's like that's like taking a stick into a nuclear war like you are not doing anything yes you might get a couple of like good hits in but you're done when you just hear the -da -da -da. our host has lost focus <laughs> I, which yes. which you already know because you've listened to every other episode of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> um okay bringing it forward i have one last thing just to throw out there for preparing for this because you know as i'm sure y'all know jurassic park is based off of a book um as is the lost world um 
So those are both by Michael Crichton. They are both very good books, but they I will also books. just to throw out there, there are no other books than that. So that is in the in uh, there are other Jurassic Park books to be fair, but nothing that really is going like, to pertain to the Jurassic World series. Most of those books are like book adaptations of the film, though. Yeah. Well, they're, not they're... by Michael Crichton. He 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 never he never really went into that. He he did create one that's like it predates Jurassic Park, um, which is you know is an interesting concept, got, but it's really Lockwood. Hot. No, because this is like great, like a hundred years before Jurassic Park. Oh, never so mind then. It would it wouldn't even go into. I that, was talking so. about all the ones that like he hadn't written, like yeah, like there's there's plenty that it's just like it documents like ah oh, yes th these are the dinosaurs featured in jurassic park and world yes. blah 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 like those those obviously not but then there's also like the movie book adaptations where it's literally just telling you the story of what happened in the movie like it's literally it does the exact yeah. same thing it word for word just there's no explosions or m music or things that you know make this sound you know probably didn't pick up but yes <laughs> oh it definitely picked up i'm recording okay i'm recording okay. it picked up <laughs> heard like nothing of that but that's, that's fine but that's fine <laughs> um so as like you're you're correct like i what was the what was the question of what? Oh, I didn't really have a question. I just I just thought in terms of, you know, if we're talking about preparing for Jurassic World Dominion, I just figured it would be good to go ahead and give Michael Crichton a shout out. That's fair. Uh, he did create but also series. acknowledge that there really isn't anything there to prepare for. And also, he did pass away in 2008, so he is not involved in any of this. So anyway, <laughs> uh, Casey, any final comments, concerns, uh, questions? Nothing specific. I think everybody should go watch the all of the Jurassic series. Yep. It's a fantastic time. Correct. I <laughs> agree wholeheartedly. I'm excited. And oh yes, of course, hundred percent. I think we I think everybody here in this <laughs> call is excited for this. Um uh, and and those of you and listeners, hopefully we have enticed you to be curious about this series as well, and that you guys are going to go watch this when this comes out on June 10th. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Nerd Cops Podcast. If you want, you can follow us at the links in the description. Let us know what you guys think about this series, which is Jurassic Park slash World. Um, let us know what your favorite out of this series was, or if you're like me, you just say you like it because you can't necessarily put one movie over the other. Um, uh, let us know down in the this uh, down in the description below, and we'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>